AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. And just like that, we back on the air. Welcome back to yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Jess Hilarious. So I'm fixing mess. Fixing mess is what I do. I also do it on The Breakfast Club as well. On BET 9 a.m., make sure y'all catch that whenever I'm there, which is more than likely almost all the time. All right, we're going to jump straight in. I'm going to take some stories that I got from fixing people's mess on Breakfast Club. Um, One that I actually 
was pissed off about. And it's rather quick, so I'm just going to jump straight in with that. So this woman calls up, right? And she has a boyfriend, okay? But she's upset because he's married. I'm pissed off about it. My boyfriend is married. Skrrr! Duh. And I know I had to do my own sound effects, but duh. So I'm like, what should I do? So this is the thing. She met her man in jail, right? Of course, he sold her dreams of what they were going to be when he got out of jail. When he got out of jail, he went to get engaged to someone else. Oh. Right? And not only did he get engaged, he actually jumped that broom. He got married and then went to go find the girlfriend, right? So when she found out about the wife, she didn't leave. She tells me she mad at the wife for not holding her man down. How are you not mad at your boyfriend because he's somebody else's husband, but you mad at his wife for not holding her husband down, who just happens to be your boyfriend? And then another fucked up thing about it is you're mad at this man's wife, but he got married when he came home. He wasn't already married. So you were never first. You were always second and was always going to be second. And you're asking me what you should do. What you should do is get some fucking dignity, wake up and go find you your own fucking man because he's not yours. He will never be yours. You've already allowed too much. You think a man actually wants to be with someone who was OK with them cheating on their wives or was OK with being second anyway? You think you'll ever deserve in his eyes to be number one? These men only do to us what we allow mentally, you know what I'm saying? And and then some women are not as strong minded as others. But I, I I just couldn't understand. Like she had some nerve. She was upset. Oh, she wasn't holding him down. Like, and I just felt like that's crazy. Like, how could you not hold him down? Cause he wasn't married to her yet. Right. You was holding him down. Did you get a ring? You have to realize who you are, what you are, what you want, what you're gonna take, what you ain't gonna take, and realize that the consequences of your actions are because of what you allowed or what you did. So the consequences, you always going to be the side bitch. I'm sorry. That's what it is. Get back to me if you can. I know she's going to be calling up after she hear this shit. Like, I ain't tell you go in there and say all that. <laughs> well, you made yourself look dumber on a huger platform, a bigger platform. She said it's on BET. Crazy ass. But I hope she um gets the help that she needs. Because, Lord, she's delusional. All right. Moving on. We got a voice note, y'all. Y'all know how I feel about these. Here we go. Hi, Jess. So, before I start, I'm just going to give you a little background about myself before I ask you the original question that I have for you. So, I am 21 years old, born and raised in Minnesota. I am currently working three jobs, also going to school for nail technician. I have no kids. I am single. I have my own car and apartment that I share with my sister. Okay. The question I have to ask you is, I don't know if anybody else is having this problem, but from my early 20s, I feel like I'm having an identity crisis. Mm. I feel like I truly can't find myself. I don't know what direction I want to go in. I'm trying to find love. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to achieve goals. I just feel like I'm everywhere right now. And mm. it's to the point where it's giving me overwhelmed and depressed and drained and feeling like I'm behind in a way. Wow. 
Like, for example, when I was in school, I was way smaller than what I am now. So I've gained a little bit more weight. So I just been feeling like, you know, I just don't look as prettier as everybody else. And of course, I feel like social media for me, it takes a part of that. So mm -hmm. I have took a break from that to help a little bit. Another example is with love. I'm such a freaking lover girl. Like, I love love. But the relationship is just not going well for me. Like, the dating era, all that stuff. Like, it's just not going well for me. Even if I want, like, a little sneaky link. Like, it never works out. And then with my schooling, I been in school for two years trying to get my nail license because I'm dyslexic. It's harder for me to pass the quizzes and it's been taking me longer. But everybody else is an entrepreneur at my age. So I just feel like I'm just way behind on the things I need to do. So just give me some clarity and help me just. Thanks. Love you. Hey, first of all, I love you too. Thank you for being vulnerable enough to open up to me about that because you know what you do? You open up the the floor for other younger females, younger women to um feel like they're not alone in this, you know, because y'all generation are going through some shit too. Of course, a lot of identity crisis going on. Of course, when you have media constantly shoving in your face, you can change who you are. You can change any part of your body now. And everybody has access to these surgeons and, and just, you know, all types of things that can help you rid of your flaws, you know, but I think it's internal. For you, you you did say uh, exactly what I was going to tell you. Social media will play a big part in this um, and how the media constantly tries to manipulate our minds with just certain standards that we're supposed to follow. Like, you know, and then influencers, I thank God for them because I started off as one. But I say their work would be a gift and a curse because they open up your eyes to seeing I can own my own business. I can own something. I, I I can be a young black creator. I can. I don't have to work for nobody for the rest of my life. I am in a position where I can run my own business. At the same time, what it does is it shows another side where it makes working a nine to five or being who you really are off of social media. It looks uncool. It makes you uncool, it makes you feel that you're not enough. And um, I really don't agree with anybody having to feel that way. Oh, man, it's, I'm very conflicted about your situation. Just because I don't want you to ever feel like because you are, you know, you consider yourself a little overweight or a lot overweight, whatever, you know, whether you're obese, fat, you know, there's levels to it. But what, however you feel about it, you still shouldn't let that depict how you go on in your love life. And then also, listen, you're 21. You're still trying to figure out you. I wouldn't be asking for love right now. I'm not going to say you don't know what love is. I would never say that. I wouldn't even say that to an 18-year-old because what love is to you may be different for what love is to me. Love has no one fucking meaning. You know what I mean? So um, it, it goes by experience of what you feel. But I will say you have a lot going on, so you can't focus on one thing. You know what I'm saying? You can't focus on love right now because you also told me in the same breath, you're trying to figure out who you are. There's no way that you can be ready for a relationship and you don't know who you are. So what I think is that you love the idea of love. You know, you love what it looks like. You know, you love what it can be. You love all the possibilities. You love what you see visually, what looks good visually to you. And then you probably see a lot of relationship goals too. 
You know what I'm saying? And and that's good. You took a break from social media. I actually have family members that has to, that have to do that. I have friends that have to do that. I know other influencers that have to do that. I do that. We need breaks, you know, because you could kind of like feel like Instagram is the world and it's not. And you're constantly reminded when you exit out the app. Damn, that's that's just one part. That's social media. You know what I mean? It takes over our lives and it plays a big part and um, our confidence, you know, so I think you should do a lot more soul searching. You probably will not be in a relationship until you hit 30. That don't need to scare you. That just needs to motivate you, you know, stay on your path and figure out what you're doing with your life. Girl, you ain't got no kids. You work three jobs and you're going to school to be a fucking nail tech and you fucking worried about some love. You got three jobs, girl. How the fuck are you going to spend time with girl? Listen, a man is a job too. A boyfriend is a job just like we jobs too. You know what I'm saying? So that's four jobs. Thank God you ain't got no damn kids. But you know what men do? They give you kids. So your little 21-year-old butt need to, need to stay on this arrow that you're on. Stay on this path that you're on. Don't worry so much about it. And I'm looking at your picture. You are beautiful. All right. It's only from your head to the top of your, your chest, but you're beautiful. You're beautiful probably inside and out. I don't know you. I haven't met you. But you sound really concerned about nobody loving you. Girl, fuck that. You got to love yourself because when you learn how to love yourself, and I mean the real way, because people hear this all the time. Oh, you got to love yourself. People say this to people all the time and they take it the wrong way. You got to love yourself. You got to love yourself. Oh, I do love myself. Like, nah, people get more defensive after hearing that than just actually listening. No, do you really know what it takes to love yourself? Because that's probably why your relationships fail. You said you're even just a sneaky link. I'm No, you know, even if you want some dick just sometimes, sometimes maybe that's not what you need. Maybe shit fails for a reason. Start looking at it differently. That's not in your timing right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like I said, just do some more searching for who you are. You know, you're at the best time right now. And then you're also at the best time to lose some more weight if that's what you want to do. Shit, if you want to lose more weight, go do that. If you feel like that's why you ain't getting no, no men, lose some more. And then see. And I'm, I guarantee you, you'll find it wasn't even your weight. It probably is your mind. It probably is is the fact that you, like I say, you don't even know what you want out of a relationship. You love the idea of love. But I do hope everything works out for you and you do get everything that you want in life. Make sure you follow up and update me. Keep me posted. Thank you. If you love me, you'll listen to this commercial and then we'll be right back. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. 
They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
Moving on, last story. Oh my God, I got all the babies today. Hey Jess, I'm 19 and I'm talking to this guy and I have intimacy issues. It's hard for me to open up. I've never been in a relationship before. So this part of intimacy is new and hard. It's hard to talk about my feelings. I had a lot of trauma, so I don't want it to change our dynamic. The guy is amazing. I don't want him to think he is a problem. My question is, do you think I'm ready for a relationship or should I just continue to explore being alone for a bit longer? By the way, you can use this for the podcast in case you want consent. Ah, oh, that's nice. Thank you. I was going to use it anyway, girl. I don't know your name, so that's good. <laughs> Can't nobody see your face. But no, I appreciate you for reaching out. And I'm happy that a lot of um, a lot more younger people are reaching out because this younger generation, they have they are facing a lot, you know, and they're seeing a lot and they are much more exposed to a lot of shit, too, than we ever were that I that I ever was at 19, you know, so. They can really be the main ones that need some mental tending to, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of shit that these babies are seeing. But yeah, to get into what you have going on, you've never been in a relationship before, so you don't really know what it takes. I understand. You got to think about it, though. Every person on this earth has been in that situation. Everybody ain't born with boyfriends. Everybody has to have has to jump in it some type of way, you know. Every guy ain't born with no girlfriend. You know, everybody has to jump into it some type of way. You don't like talking about your feelings. You feel like that will hinder you from a healthy relationship. I think you need to dig deeper and figure out where that comes from. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with your upbringing, with people that you grew up with. You constantly seeing things because I know you said you had trauma, you know, but you didn't go into depth uh, about the trauma. And that's OK. I'm glad that you even, you know, we don't have to. So obviously, you know, I, I just don't know what the trauma is from. It could it could be something more recent. It could be deeply rooted, but that's probably, you know, more than likely where it comes from. And I understand you said this guy is amazing. He's understanding. You don't want him to think he's the problem. No, you don't. You don't, because then in retrospect, that's not fair to him. But no, I don't think that you're ready for a relationship. I think you should start some counseling or you should start some therapy. There's nothing wrong with it. You see that you do have issues that you want to move past. You do see that. And that's good that you see that. A lot of people's fear of therapy is because they don't want to open up. They don't even want to go talk to somebody. But this first step for you, you come into me. I think that's amazing. Um, I do think that you should seek further therapy because I'm not a licensed professional. I can only give you good advice. Figure yourself out. Then you also still 19. I'm going to tell you like I told the last baby girl, you're 19. You got two more years till you hit 21. But in my eyes, you're still a baby. I got a little sister that's 19, you know, and I just watching her navigate through her social life, you know, is, is way different than mine was, you know, when I was 19, uh, we weren't doing something. First of all, y'all even look already and y'all need to look 19. Now y'all starting to look like y'all already got BBLs and shit. You know what I mean? And, and y'all bodies just all just full figure like that. Y'all developing more. Y'all just exposed to everything. I don't know. So I do think that you just need to explore just being alone for a bit longer. And you already knew that. You just needed the clarity. And I'm here to give it to you, girl. So keep me updated. Let me know what's going on. Yeah, and don't mess that man up, girl. That's that's one good one, obviously. Don't mess him up. Just fix yourself and go back and get him. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I know the shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. 
lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So this last mess, I'm going to fix this in person. Somebody actually came into the studio. And, you know, this is I'm, I'm trying this out because in fourth season, I may bring this to video. You know, I know we have Catholic Reckless Audio, but... For those who want to see, I may just do it. I don't know. I'm ready to see right now. It's, it's going to be my first in-person uh, mess to fix. So we'll see. Let's see. Hey, Jess. So I have been in a long-term situation, ship, and I just need some advice on something that I really, uh, you know, have been worried about for it. And this is because of my own personal growth. So I'm... Um, in my relationship, I'm the more communicative person mm. and the other person is a person who needs time to walk away. Right. That's the mm. thing. Like I need, I need to get some space, clear my mind. Mm. And that's, it's understandable. Mm. I, you know, that people, some people can't just get to the bottom of it real quick. They need yeah. their time to see what they going through. Mm. But it's like, when does it get like, okay, you know, this is getting played out because if right. you think about it, the number one answer that older people who have successful relationships say is mm-hmm. what? Communication. Honest, like yeah. that's like the number one thing everybody say mm-hmm. because you have to find a way to really find that balance to communicate. Right. right. And it's like, well, thank God both of us is not like the, t- mm-hmm. I can't, let's avoid it. But, mm-hmm. but one person is begging to communicate and other person's not. Mm-hmm. So then that means that it has to be more of an aggressive, right. like exit, Approach, which is, yeah. Oh, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to block you or some mm. shit like that, right? It's not mm. like, because I'm going to be like, no, I want to talk. And it's like, nah, completely mm-hmm. block you out. And you could be literally like sending messages like, just talk to me. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Let's just get this. Yeah. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear from them. So mm-hmm. it's like, how do you deal with that going forward? Yeah, that's actually a really, really good one because I can see how both could feel. You know, I feel like you just described introvert versus extrovert but in a relationship that's not how it's supposed to be there needs to be a willingness to come out of your shell a little bit more and open up like as this guy if I know that I'm with a person who is a big communicator all she does is communicate like and I know I'm not I'm gonna try to meet her there you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and and I understand because I was even like that. I was on both sides. I'm on more of, of, of your side now where I am communicating more. But at first, I was the same way. I guess that's why I can kind of see where he would be coming from. But I had to change that. And I was willing to change that. Meeting the right person. I was always aggressive. And I was always just like, no, nah, yo, I don't want to talk about it. Look, I, I need time. Because some people, sometimes some people want to be mad. That shit. Is fucked up, but some people want to be mad. They want to get it off. That's how some people get shit off their chest. He's not really a mediator because has he seen that shit growing up? Has he always been that way? Because 
his parents didn't talk to him or uh he just has never been in the in a place where he felt safe enough to open up and I don't know your past you know I don't even know his past but from what you're telling me you kind of had a different upbringing than he did um I don't know whether that that is household wise parent schooling different groups of friends you know because anything can define who you are as an adult it don't have to always be how you was raised it could be you raised yourself you know what I mean it could be different people different people that you met on your journey to becoming an adult and how they prophesied to you or seeing this person come from this walk of life so like it's just figuring out a person is this way you want to be and you said y'all been in a relationship for a long time y'all not together now but y'all were in a long-term relationship is this a place where you see yourself going back to or do you not are you conflicted at times because that can make you be with a person i don't want to be with him this time but i didn't i do want to be with him though but when he do something to make you mad it goes out the window and then he comes around and, and y'all talk about it and then now you want to be with him again is that how do you know you want to move forward with this person do you see a future with this person um, as I'm gaining more self-worth, I don't because okay. like you said, when you just responded back, it's like you move differently now because yeah. of this love that you, you don't yeah. want to miss out on it. Nope. So I'm at a place where it's like, I'm going to have to be okay with realizing that maybe I can't bring that out of him. Mm-hmm. And and that hurts, right? Yeah. Like that this man Hell don't love yeah. me enough to be like, I want to work this out with her. I want to yeah. talk to her. So I'm at a place now where I know my worth. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I do have my shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I know. No and, one's and, so, and even though no. in my communication, like, you you know, I, I sometimes I could, I could talk around and get to a point because I want us to get to a page mm-hmm. without letting somebody go through it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that. And I'm more than happy. That's why I was like, you got to walk away. I get it. But it's the extra shit. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Answer him. Like, it's, it's, it's too, it creates too much of a, like, I get, I be hurt. I don't mm-hmm. even be mad. I be mm-hmm. hurt. Like, yo, I, this person, now I'm not going to talk to them for days. Mm-hmm. Now I got to be left here just like. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they calm down like a few days later and I'm just like over it, you know, that shit is not fair. Like I said, I used to do that. I used to do that to people. And that shit is not fair Um, because it it, now it leaves the person wondering whether or not you do actually really love them. Like, or do you even respect me? Um, Because that's when things start getting disrespectful. It's the difference between an extrovert just shutting down versus the disrespect you don't have to hang up you don't have to block me you don't have to not talk to me for days what are you trying to prove a point because that's what it comes to now you're trying to prove a point and then that's manipulative too because those type of people always know what to do to get back in your good graces like they're selfish in a way you know and sometimes subconsciously selfish and and those people don't like to be told about themselves i was selfish i never liked to be told about myself i didn't want to be in control but I just wanted things to go my way and people to see shit my way all the time. And shit ain't going to be like that. Not in the real world, not in your household, not at your job, not with your friends, because everybody thinks differently. Communication really is a big factor with love. Sometimes you can love a motherfucker, but you feel empty because you don't feel like you're being loved. If you don't hear me, you don't give me an opportunity to be heard. You're not listening. You don't want to listen. So you don't even want to find out what the problem is. And then you don't want to fix it. And and this is another note that really, really is a struggle for me because it's abuse. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, if your 
maybe parent spanks you, right? Mm. And they could have been wrong for it because they was doing it out of anger. Then mm. they come back. I'm so sorry. Or somebody mm-hmm. who's dating, who's going through abuse. Yeah. It's like, baby, next time I won't do it. It's literally that because you're mm-hmm. coming back saying, you're not even coming back apologize. You just come back like, hey, and I'm over here like literally was hurt. Like I'm not over here mad. Like a bitch is hurt crying mm-hmm. yeah. about it. And it's because it's like, I actually like care about you and right. you're leaving me hanging. Right. All, all because what you you just don't want to talk about it at yeah, all. Yeah, you know it should be small. Even mm-hmm. if it was big, it's still okay to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Do you think that he would need any benefit with uh from any type of therapy? Uh, yes, absolutely, and I recommend it all the time. What was his answer? To it cost money. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but there are a certain therapists, you know, therapy outlets that just take insurance. Some of them don't cost. And I had know? to explain that to him, and he was like, "All right." You know, he was into it. He was into it, so he did. Okay, okay. So when you did explain it, he did like agree. Like, all right, well, I might look into it. Now, is that something that do you feel like he needs individually, or do y'all want? Is that something that you would be open to doing with him? No, you need to like seek your own inner peace, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm getting to a point where my self worth that I'm like, no, like yeah. I I can have a man, but now it's odd to me that a man will actually talk to me. So in my next relationship, I'm going to anticipate him being like. I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna pull back on my communication yeah. because I think he's gonna be like, "Nah, I, mm. I you know, I don't really want to talk about it." And instead of me mm. being like, instead of him being like, "All right, let's let's talk about it," mm. like I'm gonna be happy about it, but it's yeah. gonna be hard like going into it because I'm gonna think that like it's just gonna create some type of conflict, yeah. you know. So uh. then that's you being scarred, like yeah. like subconsciously, like you're scarred from that, and that could also build insecurities for the next man from you. You know, you can also project onto other people what you've been through in your last relationship so do you feel like you need to heal in this before you even you know well are you even trying to date first of all mm, i'm just waiting on god's time and i'm not looking no more i'm not even looking for him you know mm. I'm, i just i just want to whatever is meant for me and my energy that's why i'm trying to change my energy around mm-hmm. to match if you're not matching it I, then i'm gonna have to just come on dip out of this you know right. but not even as friends at this point because mm-hmm. friends don't treat each other that way right Yep. And that is uh, what defines a foundation in a relationship too. actually being a person's friend, because it gets very, very toxic when you're in a relationship with somebody and y'all get mad at each other and you feel like y'all broke up. You feel like he don't love you when he mad at you or you feel like she don't love you when she mad at you. It should never be that way because friends don't do each other. Like now friends fuss, friends fight, friends supposed to get back good. If you go into it just straight intimacy, you skip all that building foundation and all that shit, it's never going to work because you're supposed to know somebody deeper than what you can see. Like, it's like, I know what I want to say, but I, you know, y'all listeners like bad with me. You know, if you can see through all the fucking like intimacy and what's on outside oh he looks sexy and he's and and oh she can cook and and oh he got his own this that and the other and if you strip down all that shit y'all didn't have anything together like and y'all go through shit together and shit then that that's what makes you a friend you know like being able to withstand trials and shit together and obstacles together and being there when one lacks like pick up that slack and shit like that so that's what i feel like no everything you said was was real about the whole friendship thing and to top it all off you know um it which is the end of it all is you would think that all of that meant something when you do mm-hmm. have these moments right of tri- mm-hmm. like tribulation yeah and in, in this situation it's given very much it 
does it. We built this friendship up. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. the friendship is way more of a priority to me than a relationship. Right. But you know this, right? Yep. So yep. you know that this is a big thing for me. I and did. you still like so all that we went through as friends is still don't make it enough for you yeah, to want to talk yeah. to me because you should be if i'm your friend you're my friend too so yep. you should be like shit no i don't want us to be beefing right so that so that's that's the part of it all it's mm. it goes back to like really he doesn't love me the way i love him right right and he's still stuck in that relationship part of it mm. that, you know like because even i think that's still even big of you to be like all right look we just need to be friends all right like i want to focus on the friends and then like so ladies look She's still even trying to find a way to, well, she was, you know, was trying to even still find a way to make it comfortable for him. Do you see how we like sometimes indirectly bend over backwards for these men? You know, and we still don't get the credit. We still don't get flowers. We still don't get even acknowledgement at times. Like, yo, I'm trying to figure this shit out for you. I know how to fucking communicate. I know. And we've been friends for the past, what? 10 plus years, five plus years, whatever. And and we, we, we've been together, you know, it's just like, fuck, you would think you had some type of respect for me or some type of like loyalty to the point where it's like, you know, I owe her this because we came up like we, you know, we've been through shit together. So I, I feel you. Some bonds are supposed to be met unbreakable. Um, but like you said, ultimately, it's you loving him more than he loves you or him not being able to even love you like you should be loved or how you love him. And that's just the short end of the stick that us women has. We have to bear with that sometimes or we fucking don't. We move on. But then you're still mentally held captive to a person who manipulates you into never letting them go. You know what I mean? In some type of weird way, I'm going to keep this leash on her. Not because... They just want to torture you because they really fucking want you too. They just don't know how. They don't know. They don't know how to say it. They don't know how to show it, but they know what they want. And they expect for you to read their fucking mind. You know what I mean? They expect for that. But no, we, we want to be coddled. We want to be fucking pampered at times. I want you to read my fucking mind at times. I want you to say, all right, yo, you ain't going away until we talk about this. I want you to initiate that fucking communication all the time. Because then it's going to feel like I wear the fucking pants all the time. I shouldn't have to wear the pants. I want a man to lead. That's what you want. You want a man to lead you. And and you you talk about that you're on your spiritual journey. And, and you talk about that. You know, you want somebody else spiritual too. You want to you want your man to be like, nah, we ain't leaving out the house until we pray together. Which, where you going at, babe? You know, you know, we pull off. You know, you want that. And you're going to get that. You can get that. You know, some men make us feel like it's impossible. It's not. You know, so I want you to check back in too. We come to the end of another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl Jess. Hilarious. I'm fixing mess, not only on the Black Effect Network, but on BET as well. Check me out on Breakfast Club. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Peace.
AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 